Okay, well then, I think that is a nice enough long musical intro for us. Hey, it's Francisco here with Charles for Sports Goofs number 187. And uh, how you doing, my man? How's it going? I'm good. I'm tired. We're testing out this headset for the mm. show. Hopefully that works in pretty well. We'll see. Um, and my neck's kind of hurt because I'm old. My shoulder kind of hurts because I'm old. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those Tuesdays where you're tired and you had to be an attorney. And it wasn't bad. And I have had my sugar. I did have my cookies and cream brownie. Mm. And I had after my, my lunch when I got back from court, my treat for myself. Nice. Very good. Well, Charles, we're going to try and have some dumb fun today because that's the title of this episode. Because there's some dumb stuff happening and it's fun. And so I decided, hey, let's have some dumb fun today. And, you know, it's mainly, I've been focusing on the hockey world because dumb stuff is happening there. Weird stuff is happening there. Ominous things are happening there, if I could say so. Uh, but it's been kind of strange lately. And so there's that. The NBA in-season tournament stuff is still, I guess this is the last day. Or whatever of group Thank play, you. what they're trying to call it, and the Heat are playing the Bucks tonight. The Panthers are playing the Leafs, so that'll be fun. And you know, basketball, uh, you know, basketball, hockey, football, all that stuff is happening. And uh, you know, we'll talk the gaming and, and the what have you, the what's not. So, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Well, let's start with this, Charles, because you're starting to get into this world a little bit. And also at the end, we're going to do the, the big, uh, Survivor Series review. Charles mm -hmm. has stuff to say about that. Cause things happened where he was like tweeting things and, 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 and sending stuff to the group chat. Like, Oh my God. So we, we got to get to that. That that's for sure. But as far as the hockey world is concerned, Charles, this, I don't know what's happening with the Chicago Blackhawks. I know what's happening with Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> I mean, so right now, right now, uh, there's there's an air of mystery going on right now. And I saw their GM's press conference, but this started some time back where it was found out that uh, Corey Perry was actually, it was during a game day, he was he was pulled from the lineup that day and then put on like a like a, a suspended leave of some sort and then he was basically off the team they sent him away and today he's been put on waivers they are t trying to terminate his contract with the Chicago Blackhawks and there are just rumors swirling about because nobody knows exactly what the heck went down over there. Now, the I guess the, the funny thing that came out was somebody... This probably was a joke post somewhere. Someone posted that Corey Perry had, had, had slept with, with Connor Bedard's mom. And that was the... The and slept we mean sexual intercourse, kids. Yes, he he had uh, he 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 did the the hoo ha 
with uh, Stifler's mom. Yeah, exactly. So that was the, the 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 something somebody that just put out there into the ether and it became something as everybody was joking around because I mean Carmen Bedard is is uh is 18 years old and his mother I mean Corey Perry could be his father just given age-wise. Yes, he could be his father and uh, Connor Bedard's mom, a lot of people were just looking at him and they're like, Wood. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's that's what's been going down as of late. And of course you get all the memes, everybody's laughing and, and joking and a bunch of stuff. I get it. I sent it to you because I'm like, there's there's something spicy going on in Chicago. And that's because we didn't really hear anything coming out of the Blackhawks, nothing from Corey Perry, nothing from any of the teammates. And it was kind of like, what what exactly happened? Now, there's a history to this, Charles, that uh, a very unfortunate history that, that came out about the Chicago Blackhawks organization with regards to uh, prior players and, uh, and uh, misconduct. So, and, and the Blackhawks burying that. And trying to get away from it and not acknowledge it or, or try and help anybody. And there's new new ownership, or at least um, uh, the, the the old owner died, and now the his kids are in charge. And and there's new general managers, new new everything, right? It's been a whole thing. That's uh, the, everything from that prior Blackhawks regime is pretty much gone. And they want to show that they are uh, that this, this is a, a a much more accountable, much more responsible version of this team. And so this comes out or it doesn't really come out, it just comes out that he's gone. And I saw the press conference from their their general manager Kyle Davidson and he's uh, it was about like 9 minutes long. And didn't really say anything definitive. It was more about he was one of the questions that someone had asked was, was it is there any criminality to it? Is is it like something like that? He's like, no. So for now, he's saying no, that that nothing to do with any sort of criminal aspect to what he's doing. Um, we don't know if it's something with regards to any sort of like substance abuse or anything like that. We don't know if it was from from what it was said. It, it, they've said it has nothing to do with any of the teammates. So it was not something within the locker room, but that it was something that was unforgivable. Now, now, Charles, how do you interpret that? Oh, me being Mr. Assumptions mm-hmm. here, and I know the phrase, don't make assumptions because you make an ass out of you and me kind of thing. It is vastly, it hits all the checkboxes of what Twitter has it to be because it doesn't affect the teammates because it's the teammates' mother. Whether or not that's true, accurate, correct, we, we can't speak to it. I just, as I keep hitting this mic because I talk with my hands, um, I it's one of those things where you kind of want it to be true just <laughs> for the sheer hilarity of it to, to find your 
hockey Zach Wilson, right? Even though um, Corey Perry is much older. I, I did a deep dive. Or, or hockey Delonte West. Hockey Delonte West. I have been very uh, into hockey lately, you know, for obvious reasons as we talk about because I bought said games to go from there. But back to the point across, I mean, it doesn't help that the movie is done like immediately. It doesn't help that it's done with a swift fashion. It doesn't help that it's timing is just literally within the 24 hours of the accusations that Corey Perry could be um, Connor Bedard's daddy, stepdaddy. Well, but we want it uh, because we need humor like that. It's so rare well, that you find it. Out of all those rumors, well, it's really this is the only rumor. Everybody else is speculating about other stuff. But the sleeping with what, the mom what? thing would be like the least would be the most light of all those things it would just be like well that's well, conduct inappropriate to the team and it doesn't have to actually I guess so. be that he had sex with her it could be that he would try to and what Corey Perry's 38 yeah but I, I'm just saying in the context of anything that's even more than that now this could be like an Ime Udoka type of thing where he's yeah you know, with some, some well somebody in the office you know the question is, we humor about it, but is it because, you know, male agenda in sports and media wants to fist bump? And I do, I'm just there for the humor. I really don't care if Corey Perry is, you know, doing X, Y, Z. The Blackhawks have a degenerate history from what the sexual abuse allegations were, what, 10 years ago, 13 years ago, they were alleged. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just timing that doesn't work within the speculation. You know, or works well for the speculation as opposed to something completely off guard. Because you have to really think of it's not so much that he's put on leave, it's the fact that he's going to get his contract terminated regardless. That's what the intention was. I read that statement. So for the humor of it, you want it, but at the end of the day, is he even an impact player that should matter anymore if it didn't affect the rumors of Connor Bedard's mom, right? Okay. I mean, as far as Corey Perry's career is concerned, I mean the guy was he was already he's already won a Stanley Cup. He won it back in those. Revere as being like the most hated guy. Well, I don't know if I think a lot of fans are don't like him. He's kind of a he's a scrappy, chippy guy as well. So you know, if he's not on your team, you you would most likely not like him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he he's. So he's he's won his cup with with the Ducks. That's his the team he's most known for, and then he went off to uh, Dallas. Was with the Stars during the, the the pandemic season. Went to the Cup final there. Went to Montreal. Went to the Cup final there. And then we spent last two seasons in Tampa, and they also went to the Cup final. But he lost all of those. So, hmm. um, you know, three years in a row, and he lost all of them. But he already won his way back when. And it's it's kind of a weird ending. Well, one of the weirdest endings to a career because he's if it's something once this comes out because it will come out. We'll we'll see what unforgivable conduct means. Yeah, what is unfor? And that's where things like I hear unforgivable conduct. I think job pornography. Right, that is truly unforgivable. But they said it's something that that nothing to do with criminality. Well. But who knows? Oh. Who knows what exactly that is? But. Well, they're also not, you know, the police or prosecutors, so it's very. It is very, guys, yeah, very in the gray. But it, if it's something that he was arrested for, like we would know if he was, he had yeah. been arrested or something like that. So, 
So it probably maybe it was a Mayodoka kind of scene where you're doing inappropriate stuff with, you know, someone on staff or, or anything like that. It, there's a whole plethora of things. It's just very weird when you say, you know, it's it's not criminal because a lot of things that get you fired from a job has to be criminal, except for like what being late. I don't. Corey Perry just kind yeah. of goes and says that. Something. Or I mean, it, the only other thing, person? the only other thing I could see is like he pulled a CM Punk. Yeah, could be which is thing. relevant to this episode today. So but maybe who would he be pulling it to. That's just one. What happened? Who would he be pulling it to? What's the attitude basis to what owner or to what family? I don't know. I, I think he he might have. Because I mean, they said it wasn't something with the teammates, so I would think it would be somebody on staff, right? Like a. Like a, you know, a trainer, a coach, or something like, or somebody in the front office, like something. I don't know. So, People so, got to be cryptic to be cryptic because their lawyers type these things out. I remember true. a couple shows ago, Andrew was trying to talk about um, like how somebody and allegations, like these are never really free thought. Though. Right. Someone just types out they, even the statements where they got it's. It might not be criminal because maybe a criminal investigation has not been done yet, so you don't have to determine it. You just have your basis for. Yeah, firing and terminating. It's just funny because Twitter, for what it is, or X, whatever the hell he is these days, it's just it's junk content that we live for. Trust me, I'm on it all the time. Right. Follow us on Twitter, Charles True F J O J R Dan Frijoles Sports underscore News. I'm just thinking, man, this is something because like Corey Perry, I I don't know what's gonna come out. If it's serious enough, it's it's gonna affect some legacy there because he was. I mean, for a time, he was one of the best players in the league. He won a Hart Trophy uh, back. That's basically an MVP. Um, you know, a, a Rocket Richard, he scored the most goals in the season, won the Cup, two-time All-Star. Uh, you don't make the All-Star team a lot in the NHL uh, in comparison. Well, nowadays you have because now there's more uh, spaces and stuff. But, like, back then it was really hard to make the All-Star team. But, I mean, he spent the majority of his career, more than 10 years with Anaheim. And so – that you know that's that's retired number territory and mm-hmm. now we don't know what this is and I, I don't know if you could i have to kind of look at what he would be in comparison to other hockey hall of famers if that also affects what's going to happen but but if it's something where it was like in in-house politics or i have no idea something like that then i could it probably won't affect it too much, but it's just it's just a weird ending. He's thirty eight years old, so he's not he's not long for the league anyways. But it's just a weird situation that the Blackhawks have found themselves in again, uh, out of uh out of really nowhere and most likely was brought in to mentor the team because the, the Blackhawks are not supposed to be good and you got this young phenom player that's that could be that's might be the next big thing because you know Corey Perry the same thing he was he was he was really good when he was when he was uh you know around that age 22 years old and stuff like he he was a really 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 great hockey player you would have wanted him on your team but but yeah it's that's a weird situation that's that's some of the but the the memes were funny but I think they'll start slowing down now (laughs) because of this press conference and we'll see what happens there. But I don't know if you've seen some of the footage, Charles. There's, there's one in particular where Corey Perry's walking. He, it's, it's the Winter Classic at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. 
and Corey Perry has to walk back all the way into the locker rooms. And it's like the walk of shame. And mm -hmm. it's par particularly because that game, he was thrown out of the game for a match penalty pretty much at the start. Like within like the first five minutes, he elbowed a guy in the head and they threw him out and he was gone. And so there's the walk of shame. He was just walking with his hockey pads and everything. And it's just a long way away because they're at a football stadium. And it's one of the funnier Corey Perry meme moments out there. And people were, of course, pairing that with, like, received text from Carter Bernard's mom. And he's just walking out of the game. Ah, oh, man. Hey, good job with that hat trick, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that, the NHL is also having there's there's some fun stuff happening charles there's always some fun stuff happening the oilers violent stuff well there's always violent stuff too but it's it's fun violence at times charles stuff of the vikings for those who don't well i'm a hockey fan now guys mm. for those who don't know we ain't soft like tissue paper like the nfl <laughs> yeah we hurt people here tell them francisco well i do want to once again make highlight of the edmonton oilers because they're still they still haven't figured it out. They fired their coach, and they still suck. And and that's a hilarious situation, and I want that to keep being hilarious. They have Connor McDavid. Yeah, they on, they're only Look three. Look at that, guys. Yeah, they're only three points ahead of the San Jose Sharks, <laughs> which is saying that's something. The Sharks have a minus 54 goal differential right now. <laughs> By far the, the worst in the league. Um. And some teams are falling back down to earth. The Boston Bruins have. The Panthers are now within striking distance of, of the division lead. And uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the same thing. They're within striking distance by Vancouver and the Los Angeles Kings. Things are, you know, it's, it's, it's fun out there in, in Vancouver again with the team doing well. And uh, the game yesterday between the Panthers and the Ottawa Senators... <laughs> Man, it's been it's been quite a been quite a while, but the Panthers finally have a team that a lot of people just hate, and other teams that just hate. And they've gone into this season, I guess, with a target on their back because they're no longer a surprise. I guess you could say they have the same edge to them from a hockey perspective as as the Miami Heat do in in the NBA, or the Sussbury Bulldogs. Oh, the, yeah, the Sudsbury Bulldogs, Blue, the Sudsbury Blueberry Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. And they have essentially started beef with pretty much every team that's out there. There's very few teams that don't really get into any scuffles with the Florida Panthers. And it's been a very nice change of pace for for me, especially seeing a team that everybody hates and and... I think last night was the culmination of that because there were, I think, 178 penalty minutes issued between the, the Ottawa Senators and the Florida Panthers combined. 84 of those were the Panthers. And there was a point where around seven-ish minutes left in the game at third period, the Panthers were already running away with the game. And... Uh, there was a hit along the boards uh, on, on the on the far end and behind the net, and guys just started just roughing each other up the entire 
team on one side, the other team on the other side. And once the referees and the linesmen started to clear everybody out, there were, of course, penalties assessed. And the referee was just like, everybody on the ice has a 10-minute game misconduct, which basically meant just go home, get sent to the locker rooms, and take a shower. Um, And then you had two benches, the Senators and the Panthers benches, looking entirely empty. And it's just one of those dumb moments in hockey that's like, yes, this is is what we like about the sport. This is something you don't really – you don't see that in basketball, in baseball, or in football. When stuff like that happens in those sports, it's a – it's a travesty, right? That's that's something that's that's on ESPN the next day, and they're it, like, it's, it suddenly becomes a whole thing. But uh, like in baseball, you don't, you don't get bench clearing balls that are good anymore in baseball. Very few of them. Maybe you get one every like once a year where somebody actually throws a punch, like when you know Tim Anderson got cold clocked by Jose Ramirez. The yeah, NFL baseball players don't know how to fight. Yeah. And uh, you know, NBA, you, they don't do it anymore because of the malice at the palace. So there's very few times where there was that one time where that well, there was that one player that tried to kill LeBron uh, for the Pistons. Yeah, I think. Like two years ago. Yeah, something like that. That would have been fun. That would have been nice to see, right? Just let him go at it. Let's see what happens. Let's see if LeBron can actually defend himself. And I would never want to fight LeBron. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, I'd like to see somebody try, and I'd like to see what he would be like in a fight. Wouldn't that be interesting to see? I feel like his his click would just come up and like stab somebody. I, well, you know, LeBron's like final the, boss level. You are on the course, sure, but even in the NHL, you'll have like Sidney Crosby's dropped the gloves, right? You don't you usually don't have the face of your league get it get in trouble like that. But it'd be nice to see so just something like that in baseball, right? You know, you know, uh, Acuna, you want to really prove. You're the MVP. Actually fight somebody. Don't start acting like pissy, whining, like a fucking bitch. Those are two uh, that I wanted to use too right there. That was I haven't good. cursed yet either. Yeah. So uh, like you do every single time a pitch even gets within five inches of you. Just- do you think Aaron Judge can box? Do you think he can throw hands? He's so tall, so I feel like not a lot of people could actually hit him. Right. So he has that advantage. Hit him not or Giancarlo. But Giancarlo would, yeah. I mean, weak knees. <laughs> so that's that's the hard part with Giancarlo. But but uh, I mean, I mean, at least Raul Ibanez isn't in the league anymore because he would he, right. he would kill somebody because he he actually knows I, how to fight. He, he's a jiu-jitsu I, I master. He just he just retired now. But I think the guy I would not fight with, even though I make fun of him a couple times in our group chat. I would not fight Miguel Cabrera. That's fat man strength right there. <laughs> and he would just like clock me, cold yeah. clock me. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. too. I would not. That man's got the height. The guy's got the power lifter body for a baseball player. I'm, mm. I'm, not, I'm not messing with that, even though like, I'm not his biggest fan. I, I think I feel like there's a part of me. I think this is a male thing, but mm. I feel like I could fight Acuna. I can give you that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we can take. I don't think you take it. Yeah. So. So there you go with that. But uh, yeah, the NHL is just kind of dumb and fun. But right it now. was. Let, let's highlight something about it because even I know because I'm a hockey fan now, guys. The Kachuk brothers, you know, you think Matt was just mouthing off the ass whooping one that Brady was going to get, mm. but it'll be a little pump of Grandma Kachuk, just have a seat, but they didn't <laughs> fight each other, right? No. That was, that, that was I, kind of upsetting. I don't think they would fight each other. 
I don't think I that that would be. It, that, it would have been interesting for sure, but I don't think it would have would that wouldn't have happened. I mean, his his entire family was there. Uh, I'm sure they. they I'm sure they fought as brothers, but like in the brotherly sort of fashion, but not in yeah, the hockey about, sort of fashion. What about your brothers in arms, Florida Panthers? You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was fun just seeing them mouth off and everything like that. It's it's uh, it's uh, yeah. It's, it, right now, hockey's fun. You're you're already more than a quarter into the season now. The the Minnesota Wild don't know what the heck they're doing. They've already fired they're their slow. coach. Now so, they have Hines. Yeah. So these just teams trying to trying to jumpstart something, but Minnesota has not had a good start at all to this season, and. I mean, there's only so much that you can blame the coaching for that. and mm-hmm. Which is very similar to the NFL with certain changing. Look at that. It's all connected. The Goonsverse is merging. Yeah. And the thing is, with with NHL coaches, they don't – gosh, there's, there's not much they – it's hard to get them to uh, – at least five seasons. You you mm-hmm. rarely even see that. Usually after the uh, around yeah four or five season, it's I don't know for whatever reason you need a new voice in the locker room, things like that. Even guys that just won the Stanley Cup don't last that long with their teams. You you don't really see the the longevity amongst NHL teams, but it's always the same guys that they're getting hired and rehired. So once you become a head coach you instantly are in the running for that coaching carousel. So Can I tell you what trips the, me up that's about the, beauty the coaching? Of it. Is that it seems as if they don't do interims and then wait till the next offseason. They just hire guys and contract out for a period of time. Because that's what they do with Hines in Minnesota. And I think they did that with Bruce Bodro's uh, successor I mean, too. Yeah, and John Cooper was also, he was their AHL coach. And they're just like, all right, let's just bring you up. And you'll be the head there coach. There must be right? like no guarantee contracts the way the way it is for the NFL. Not not like no, not really. NHL coaches are pretty much. Um, I, I mean, they're they do get bought out for certain things. I mean, like like Gerard Gallant, like he was bought out. Obviously, they fired him. Just like you know what, screw it, you're you're, you're gone. But aside from that, yeah, I, I don't really. Um, yeah, NHL coaches are pretty much interchangeable at some points with with a lot of teams. They're just like, hey, you know what? Screw it. We'll let's get let's Carl Darrow Sutter up again and see what happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's get Torts in here. Maybe he'll he'll be the one, right? Uh, you you'll get the same names over and over again. Um, so we'll see with Minnesota. See if that jump starts their season because it hasn't worked in Edmonton, but they'll try it for themselves. And uh, the Washington Capitals are having a historically bad season on the power play. They've only converted about, I think the number is like 2% of their power plays thus far this season. So on the man advantage, Washington is not doing well at all. I don't know what the heck is going on. I haven't really been paying attention to them. Uh, I know it's been a slow start for them and for Ovi. Um, but I mean, Ovechkin's up there in age now and, you know, they're just going to ride that out until he breaks that record so they can sell tickets. I think that's what we're, that's what's happening in Washington, but the worst ever power play, I think was the Anaheim ducks a few seasons ago. Now 
they had like five percent or something like that something that low where it was they were just not very good at it but that was a very young team that was trying to figure things out whereas this capitals team is an older team that i guess can't that doesn't have the ability to figure things out anymore i'm not sure but it's it's really bad it's one of the the highlights there uh the other thing is patrick kane finally chose a team he's been sitting there in free agency waiting to to see where he's gonna i guess end his career i'm not sure i think he's got a few seasons this in is him, a right? one year he's, deal. he's becoming a mercenary now at this point but uh it's a yeah it's a a prorated one-year deal with the detroit red wings and the red wings are having a nice start their season i think they're finally putting together the the Iser plan and patrick kane going in is at at uh i think one season at i think he's gonna get paid two million dollars ish that's, that's not too bad. The, the Red Wings have a ton of cap space, which is going to be really good for them come trade deadline. And they're they're building something. They're building something right now, and I, I don't like it, Charles. I don't like it. I don't like you it don't need to come back to being prominent again? Yeah, no, we, we don't really need that right now. I think the – but the well, the Panthers are two points ahead of them, and they've already beaten them once. But uh, yeah, it's a dynamic to them. That's uh, definitely a scoring touch for Detroit and yeah, looking good. Nikita Kucherov for Tampa Bay and get Aaron, um, freaking Andrew his flowers and he's having another career season (laughs) in a career. That's already really, really good. And, uh, he's, yeah, he's really good this season. But the lightning suck right now from when I checked. Uh, No, they're three points ahead. They're they're right there. They're at the point where I think a lot of well, I would have had them. A lot of people have them missing the playoffs, but I think they're they're good enough to get one of those wild card spots. They're not too far back. They're only two points behind the Panthers, six points behind Boston. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's uh. It's all still fairly close between all those teams, uh, up to to Toronto. Uh, Ottawa is is not doing well at all. So that's what the funny thing was yesterday. It was just a team that just not not nothing's going right for them right now. And they took out all of their frustrations on the Panthers who were just spanking them across the ice. And the New York Rangers are good. So I recommend them to you. And you have shown me some screenshots of you being good with the New York Rangers. And the Minnesota Wild. Oh, no, Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars, yeah. <laughs> you can play the Wild if you want to see what a bad team is like. Well, you know, so now we, we finish week one. I'm ready to lay to rest. <laughs> play, of, play, no. as the, play as the 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 Edmonton Oilers and the <laughs> and the Minnesota Wild. All right. That see if you can figure it out. <laughs> I've learned some names. Unfortunately, I don't know the first full, first full names, but I know the Rangers. I've always knew Trocek, so that was fine. Yeah, but, he was on uh, the Panthers for for a yeah. lot of seasons. Zibber Jane, I cannot say that correctly. Zabinajad. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so I had Zabinajad, Trocheck, Krills or Srills, mm-hmm. um, Erickson or something like that coming into it from the Rangers with Dallas, um, Duchesne. Okay. Yeah. Merchment. Um, uh, Mason Marchment. Ben. Uh, yeah, Jay, uh, the captain. Yes. Yeah, Ben. Um, I, I I learned so. The goalies, the, the, you know, the goalies, those are the two most important ones. I gave you two of the best ones in the I, league. 
Actually, no. And I'll, yeah. can I tell you why? Yeah. Because NHL doesn't have you opt to turn into your goalie right. during the entire play unless yeah. you have goalie thing. So it's going to have to really be through osmosis. And I'm sure it is. But the problem was is I, I learned the mechanics of how to succeed and score too quickly. So mm-hmm. the goalies meant nothing to me if I was up like 7-1. to one. And that's because the thing is, to me, I play hockey the way I play basketball. You know, in the video game structure, it's not hard. Pass the puck along, find the open guy, take aggressive shots to the, to the rim or to the net, basically. What's my basketball style? That, it, you know, drive mm. as a point guard, try to see if there's anybody that's open, you know, to the three Kick or to out. the baseline shots or just get a center to kind of bully it out. So that's why it kind of disappears. So I'm going to up the difficulty. So the idea is that maybe I can learn their um, Truba. I also know Truba from the Rangers. I was like, oh, that's cool. And two Petruba. I make nicknames in my head. It, it's mm. been it's been a fun time for Casa de Charles as he's just trying to. <laughs> he just got suspended, by the way. Or well, there. Yeah, no, no, I he didn't get suspended. He, he he got he got fined. I think he was it was just a fine. Sorry, but it was a hefty fine. It was like five thousand ish dollars, but uh, for the uh, stick across the head of, of Frederick out in Boston, um, not out in Boston. It was in New York, but against Boston, and uh, that. I, if he didn't try to hit him across the head, I feel like the, it was not malice intent. It was still malicious because you, you still got to be able to control your stick, you know. All right, man. <laughs> but uh, Corey but, Perry. Yeah. Oh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but, but um, you know that 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 was just like he unfortunately, I guess, tried to untangle his stick and just whacked him across the head with it. It was like, okay, well then. You know, so and there you go. I, I think that was the right call as much as, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you should have suspended it for like 20 games. Like that never happens. So, yeah, it's a physical sport. And I did learn some other players. It seemed like I played against Ottawa. So that's how I learned that Brady Kachuk was on there. Mm-hmm. I think I even know how to say and spell the names right these days. And mm-hmm. then I forgot some of the other people I played. It, it's been an interesting experience. So you're saying Minnesota Wild and... Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, see, see if you can figure out why they suck, or if you well, can figure out how to get fix them. And I'll do that on up difficulty, which mm. which would be interesting. Yeah, the game itself. I'm gonna transition here a little bit. It's still hockey related. It's a sports show, everybody. For our gaming show, it, it's familiar. I'm on the total stick control. You own it too. Andrew is probably gonna break under peer pressure and get it, which makes me laugh because I win. Um, <laughs> It's a lot of fun. It has some of the best commentary I've had in a sports game in a bit. It's up there with NBA. Okay. You know, Madden's commentary is like trash. You know, that's the same rinse and repeat. The game mechanics are good. I don't think I like the fact that I can't control my goalie if I want to play as either of my, you know, wings or defenders. You know what I mean? That's okay. kind of annoying if you've had that issue. And I understand I can do total I, goalie control. I, yeah. I mean, you're doing the deep dive better than I am right now because I've – I have invested like eight hours. <laughs> I've been playing because I've been just trying to avoid my feelings of playing a single player game and choosing, even with these uh, these pseudo fantastic headphones I got. Mm. Yeah, I, I it, haven't. Uh, I haven't gotten into it deeply just yet. I've only played. Hold on, let me check. I've uh, eight hours. I'm at as About far as yeah. yeah, but I have. I've had it a month longer than you have, and and yet mm-hmm. I'm still not really not really into it right now. And uh, but we'll see. I, I think I'll, I'll try and figure out some of the stuff with the controls and the sliders and whatever to just to, to adjust the game to how I want it. But right now I'm just playing it in a very dumb way as well because I'm just trying to get myself traded from the Tampa Bay Lightning right now in my creator player. 
You're trying to be the Eli Manning of hockey. Yeah, but they won't. They won't release me. I'm trying as far. Like I'm legitimately trying to sabotage games, and they're like, the coach is like, (laughs) the dumb thing with, with like the the creative player mode when they they have like the storylines you got to pick. Uh, line of dialogue or something like that. A coach would come up to you yeah. after the game and, play, and he would literally point at me and be like, I had no issues with the way you played today. I'm like, I, I, I literally almost would try and put the puck in my own net every single time. You know, and just the game. You, you are really going pure chaos right there. Exactly. I, I just want them to release me. They've got this like social media meter where you can make yourself more of a, a me guy instead of a team guy. So there's that, and I'm trying to do that. It's all it's it's all there, but if not, I'll just restart and see if I get drafted to some other team that I'll, I don't really have an issue with. <laughs> um, all right, well that's the NHL stuff. Uh, as far as gaming is concerned, you're you're on that right now, Charles. That's your thing. But... Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we're hitting into that. Fi- I, I have some vacation time coming up, mm. and that would be some gaming that I, I will try to utilize. The problem is, is that you get kind of burned out. So NHL, because it's new, because it's something that's ongoing. It's a, it's what thirty teams I have to learn. Thirty essentially, thirty two that I have to learn. I get to listen to mm. music. It's easier just to come home play my hour because right now I don't. I have it like seven minute periods, and it'll yeah, increase yeah. sure. You know, seven minute periods, I think it's fair. It's about 25 minutes in total of each game, so it's not terrible. Hmm. Um, I'll increase it as it goes, as the difficulty goes on, unless I get walloped. Um, okay. So, yeah, what we're going to see. But it, it, it can be exciting. the same way how you got into NBA. I'm sure it's the same way. Think about this way. It's the same way of how you got into the show. Because, you know, yeah. there's oodles of things and learning mechanics. And for someone who doesn't know as much about hockey... Me, who knows essentially four teams at best. Panthers, Lightning, Bruins, and by, like, osmosis, um, some of, hold on, I'm just trying to do this real quick. Some of, I would say, the Canadian teams. But, like, in an an amalgamation of your hatred. The Oilers and the uh, Ottawa Senators, the Winnipeg Jets. I couldn't name you any of the Jets, so I can name you a few on those things. And then, um, you know, just whatever's out there. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto, yeah, because that's usually who you guys pick on. I, I like I didn't know anybody. Like I had to Google who the cover athlete of this current one was. I'm like, it's Kale defense. McCarr, who's having a fantastic yeah. season thus far, and well, you know, yeah, case in point. And I didn't know, so there, there's an excitement to it to a degree. Oh, I scored a goal. Um, but yeah, that, that's where we got going on for gaming for that, but. Something's gonna happen, you know. It, it, we're, we're, we we might have the Alan Wake two party together um, mm. once we do American Nightmare. Um, depending on this MRI and if I need surgery, Oof. if I have to take time off, your boy is busted, guys. Not terrible. I think it's just a small tear. You know, I might have to be really not doing some stuff. So that's where a lot of gaming come in. I can do Pokemon with this headphones I got. We'll talk about that. So I get Mario Wonder, or I can start Sparks of Hope. I think I actually might do that because December's right here. We always do a mario december game but there's some choices i did buy some games on black friday francisco mm-hmm. yeah that's what i was trying to lead us into i'm how's, sorry <laughs> how's the hunt going right now the hunt is is done and and you know and now my watch has ended and now i can rest that, mm. that's 
that's the final the the mindset we have finally killed that monster that was best buy gift cards <laughs> and it wasn't even the sexiest black friday but the game's evolved guys you know it's no longer where you're going to be getting doorbusters and video game games for like 20 bucks and all this other stuff but that's okay because as long as you're not using your money and i'm not advocating for stealing anybody's money but as long as you're not using your money everything is a win so i had like a hundred and i messed up it, it, this is the old age i was sitting on best buy gift cards for so long i forgot i had already used like an e-gift card right so that's the funny part so i was actually working with like 130 not uh 160 or 175 as i expected no problem because i bought games in duration the last several months are on sale dead space uh dead space remake the hogwarts legacy game so on and so forth yada yada, yada. but I only had to buy, I only got like four games out, so I didn't have to go too far. NHL count as one of them because they were on sale for Amazon pre-Black Friday, so I'm mm. counting it. I got for like the equivalent of $7 on a credit card from points right after I used some Discover stuff. I got, and then Best Buy was my main tool because I don't want to use the GameStop gift card. I really have a goal, a vision, an understanding of what I need to do come assumingly November, 2024 or mm. march 2025 that's the predictions i would have when switch 2 comes out and truthfully by that time i will have the money it is going to be there i promise you that or i'll have the trade in for a free switch 2 with probably a free accessory that comes with it right mm. the maniacalness i'm a mad villain but we ended up getting kirby return dreamland for 30 bucks i like kirby enough i like forbidden lands 30 bucks is fine for any kirby game this would be like the third or fourth kirby, kirby game i played because i had star allies which was fun super easy i like forbidden lands a lot and you know you said good things about return to dreamland so whether i do it myself or co-op we're, we're good i picked up final fantasy 16 for 40 half off okay. um mostly because i have two friends who are like no you gotta play it's the best game ever and i'm like fine you know what really i, I will always well, for them, I, I take that everything's so subjective, but the reviews were decent. Stuff. I expect it to be an eight. You know, I, I know it's a little bit long on the two for some people. Uh, I have never really played a Final Fantasy game either, but the PlayStation 5 can offer some of those graphics. I know it's a little bit long, like 50 hours. However, the whole thing is that when I look at some of these Black Friday games, I'm like, all right, am I. I have no problem getting a game that is supposedly supposed to be one of the better ones if it's, you know, on the cheap right because that's the appreciation or i like to try games that i i would never contemplate before and then i just got it for cheap right but that i was gonna go for wild hearts but i didn't i didn't you know the ea's developer the developer for that's produced by ea they're not um they're not supporting any more development doesn't mean it's getting delisted but it makes me feel like it's gonna be a free ps plus game soon mm. and like a year or so so i'm like well let me just keep the 20 that's my mindset so we got Final Fantasy 16. So let's hope. Let's see if it's actually good. Past like an average eight or something because I heard a lot of stuff. And then we picked up Jedi Survivor for it was on sale for 35. Gift card was nothing. And that that works for me. Uh, I played Fallen Order. I wasn't great. It was fine. It was like a seven and a half, seven. But there were some stylistic things about it that I was like, eh. But I heard Survivor was a lot better. And you know, if you're giving me kind of like a Souls like Star Wars. I can get behind it. I like Star Wars enough. Um, so we'll develop into it. But you know what the problem was is that there was just not a lot of sexy games out there. And I sent you that link where Nintendo never does anything super sexy because a lot of stuff that they have on sale is what we have. Yeah. And I, I, I have played those top games. I didn't wait for Spider-Man. I didn't I don't do the Call of Duty stuff because it's really you think the sports game guys are rinse and repeat. It's really those. But I was overall satisfied to come away with four or five games 
is going to be good enough to kind of lead me to the backlog, but also give me enough <laughs> oh to try God, out new gracious. stuff. Sam Benton is beating the crap out of somebody right now. Oh, I'm the lead. That. You oh, see, boy. they're seeing that it's okay. Oh, like, then. Oh, we saw, we saw oh Max on. Domi. There we go. What is that, Rangers? Uh, Max see. Domi is the son of Ty Domi, who was a enforcer back in the days, hmm. who also played for the Leafs. So now I have to find a tweet of uh, Peter Worrell of the Panthers beating the crap out of uh, his father. <laughs> Jesus. All right, go go ahead, uh, Charles. Oh, but so the thing is, you know, the purchases purchases were enough to kind of expand the backlog, but not damage the backlog to where we're going to be a year from now because. I don't know of any big PS5 games coming out. There's a couple of Switch games that are coming out soon that I'll be getting for the holidays with other gift cards. I do have a dilemma, though. I have a $20 issuance of a gift certificate that will come from Best Buy that will probably be used by the end of January that expires that I have to use on the game. So I'm actually have to shell out real cash. So it's a damn if you do. But what's great is Best Buy is doing like a... Um, 20-day deal of video games. So like today was Mario Sparks of Hope, which I already have. But it might fall into sequence where the universe benefits me. But it's going to be kind of weird. I know we're going on the credit card for the points because that's how you have to play the game. But it's kind of weird, man. I'm, I'm one of the poorers again. I'm mm. one of you. <laughs> I'll, I'll never shill out 40, 50, but I have to kind of be like, we hold at 35. 30 is always a good go-to. It's weird. How do you survive this? I feel I feel naked. Mm. I feel exposed. I feel like a knife, a knight without a sword and a shield. Well, I mean, the good thing right now is that you don't i mean there's not there's nothing out there for for now aside from from alan wake 2 that that's on your horizon now right i think you've got and, and it's guaranteed like i have the eShop money and i have also the psn money so metroid prime remasters probably happen but now it's on my leisure damn nintendo mm. yeah so you you've you've planned out ahead and once again we're we're trying to make it to uh, well, as far as my Switch library, I'm trying to make it out to the Switch too, but I've I've got everything sizable now. Now the plan is uh, to really knock out that true backlog at this point. That's that's my whole thing. I'm trying to. You, you keep sending me the sales and and yes, the PC is 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 very dangerous right now, Charles. Right now, I I got a free game. Uh, I got well three free games. Uh, of, over the last few days, uh, one of them was, was like Ramp or something. It's like a, it's like a thirty-minute little. It looks like Tony Hawk when it was like on the Game Boy type of thing. Uh, so that's whatever. But it's it's on Fanatical, and the, the only reason they did that, of course, to get you into their store and be like, oh, here you can have this for free. Also, you get a nice little coupon here for like ten percent off, and we've got all these sales going on. And it's like ah, no, this is dangerous. Uh, the same thing happens with that. Ubisoft gave out Assassin's Creed, and they're also like, "Hey, you know, we got all of these sales that's going on right now. For if you if you like Assassin's Creed, which I have a bunch of those games, and yet I haven't started any single one of them. I've got like five of those Assassin's Creed games right now. I was looking to Mirage, but it was only like ten, fifteen bucks. I'll tell you now. Side note: the shout out HSN, the Home Shopping Network, mm. and QVC were doing some interesting codes, so you can look into it for some of the Switch stuff. Yeah, I think there was something like twenty bucks off. Things are forty. So mm -hmm. it was a hard, I was looking at Mario RPG for 40 bucks, not for me, but you know, for you, it's good until December. So you already got wonder, but if you want to, you see, you're, you're kind of like my other buddy where they just bought all the main games that came out. So there's nothing lacking, but 
I don't know. It's a good deal. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, and then I've got I got Half Life, which we talked about a little bit oh, last yeah. week. Oh yeah, you have a picture I'm... of Gabe Noel in your wallet. You have a yeah, nerd. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, Lord Gaben, and I. I'm almost done with the game. I'm at the home stretch. I'm like one more sit down, and I'll probably be done with it. So we're there, and of course, Steam has oh you can get the rest of the Half Life collection for like for like five bucks. You know you I get that. You that <laughs> if you have a you can get a Steam Index and play Half Half Life Alex and do the VR thing. I'm like uh it's on sale. It's it's only twenty bucks now. I'm like uh <laughs> just need to buy the Steam Index. I'm like uh because um, they know I've been kind of been circling my my search history right now with researching VR headsets. As much as you say, oh, there's no game. There's, you know me, Charles. I like the experimental stuff too, and mm-hmm. I bought an e-reader for the Nintendo Game Boy Advance when it was like, like I'm a sucker for this stuff. I am, and the fact no. that I haven't gotten a VR headset is a huge set of willpower for me, because I would have bought one a while ago. I'm on Best Buy right now. I'm at Best Buy right now, and I kind of want to see what they've got going on with the VR headsets. I don't know what's supposed to be the best one. The, all, the only one I know of is, like, the Oculus, and that's it. Well, that's the, the yeah, the Quest or whatever. But that's, like, the, that's the, I guess that's the most mainstream one that's out there. Um, But there's other companies. I think HP's got one that I've heard is a pretty good one. I heard the Steam one is all right, but it's more like it has some premium stuff to it like they said like the audio quality on it is is premium but the rest of the stuff you could find as far as um as far as that is concerned like you could find better deals with with other hardware out there so i i i don't know so i'm gonna let's go down this rabbit hole a little let's bit. do it let's do it because it's something that eventually we'll have to probably look at I look at, I mean, the PlayStation VR. I don't know if you've ever had like, if you're, if it's intrigued you, at any point. No, you've tried I, it out, right? I've done, I've done the one, either the Oculus or another one that my buddy had, and we played okay. Phasmophobia. And you know, you're moving around with it, but I felt like I was gonna punch somebody in the face. <laughs> and so, you know, I want you guys to understand something. I drink on a Friday night for video games. <laughs> I'm just putting that right now. It's mm-hmm. not that I drink heavily and it's bad one your boy drinks a good quality i'm actually trying to be good for like until christmas time because the four days off that i have were just fantastic but and you know thanksgiving you know i gave thanks to people's liver for bringing the good quality stuff that's all i'm saying but could you imagine me two two drinks in listen to my sad boy music or my rap depending what we're coming into it and i'm just like trying to like karate chop something in resident evil 4 i'll break i'll break ramona yeah I have that. I have that inherent fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, it, it's interesting. But I think it's because I've seen what high definition looks like. That I, I, I want that same thing when I say high definition. I'm talking about like you know 4K OLED. That I want that same kind of game design in DVR mm-hmm. headset, which is not this. It's not going to work. If it did work, it'd probably be a lot more expensive than three hundred forty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's one one now between the Leafs and the Panthers, Wolf. But uh, but we have we, we have our backup goalie in, so that's how unimportant we think you are, Toronto. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, right now, 
So this is what Best Buy has. They're, I'm, I'm listing them by best selling. So you know, but the the Meta the two the Meta two the Quest two. Is that is, the Facebook one? Yeah, that's the yeah the Facebook one. Whatever. It's uh-uh. that one's one twenty eight gig is two fifty, and a two fifty six gig is three hundred. But the new new one, the three that came out. 128 gigs is 500 right now and the 512 is 650 so that's that's the three of those um and i've been i'm trying to look at reviews for the three right because one of the things that i think people are 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 trying to look at is how does this like? Do I have to set up the stuff in my living room with the corners and stuff, or is it just like an internal thing, which is the thing that I would want? I don't want to be setting stuff up and having to, you know, nail stuff yeah, to the wall yeah. with the sensor. I just want to hold the handles and that's it. Exactly. And with this one, you don't need the PC. It has a hookup so you can have the PC on there, but the thing is on it is the actual headset itself. So all the VR stuff is in there with the memory and everything like that. And that's always a nice thing, but of course, if I was doing it where I'm living at, of course, I'd I'd want to be able to use my PC and just have that that you know that powering everything, and then I can deal with it. But of course, you have a cord that you're attached to, so that's the downside to that. But I also, if I bought this, I'd like to you know bring it around, bring it to my sister's place, show the kids. Like I'm sure that would be like a fun thing to do. Um, so I guess that's with that one. They have the Quest Pro, which I don't know what exactly this is supposed to be, because that one's a thousand bucks. It's probably higher rendition. So rendition. You know, let me see this one. I just want to see it. So this one's a thousand bucks, and we're at fifty-five minutes, so we're almost at the one hour. Um, this one's a thousand bucks, but uh, you know. It has 256 gigabytes itself, but I don't know what exactly is making this stand out from the other one where it's like, well, the three is this, and I don't know if this is for more um, use on the PC only, you know? I'll have to deep dive in it for you. Because a lot of these things with the, the, is the screen quality inside too? Mm Because you need a higher resolution than you would get even with, um, uh, you know, a TV, because you're trying to simulate reality, and if you start seeing pixels, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit. So that was that was always the the thing that I was concerned with too. Is like, and how far does it go with your peripheral vision? And how far does the screen stretch on the inside? Comfortability? How heavy is it? So you're not like ending it, and then your neck starts to hurt and things like that all mm-hmm. that best buy has is the meta as far as i'm seeing like uh, or the htc vive that's the other one um that one's a thousand bucks too and that's the thing that that turns me off with some of these i'm like a thousand bucks i don't know i don't i don't think that that would entice me and I, I, and even in my own library i'm not getting free vr games i'm just getting free regular pc games and maybe some of them have mods that you so can... which one's a thousand i'm on my best buy app because you know i have the deep dive this uh there's the htc vive 
But what was the one that was a grand? Oh, that one's sold. The other one was the the Meta Quest Pro, or whatever. And I mean, it looks you know it's black, it's whatever. It, but even then, I think I would want to get like the three because, like, I would assume that that one has better specs or what have you than the other one. But I'm not sure. And I know HP has one called like I forgot what it's called. Gosh darn it! I mean, but I guess Best Buy doesn't work with them. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think it's wireless completely. Yeah. And yeah. there's some other aspects of it, and that's a better lens and all like jazz. Okay, that's probably it. Probably has a better, higher resolution inside than the, than the other one, because the other one's made to be mainstream. But like five hundred dollars, I'd have to see. I, especially like next year. Next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one big thing, and I know it'll be the next switch. I know it'll be the next switch. That's that's kind of where I'm at. But but as far as the the VR stuff, I've been sitting on it for for years now. My my PC was advertised as VR ready, right? So it's always had the capability of doing so. I just never have gotten to it. But uh, it it still entices me. Even my dad is like, "Have you checked out that VR stuff?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I just I don't know if." Uh, if it's time or what have you or anything like that so i'll see i'm um i know that meta is the starter vr thing right mm -hmm. but if that's if that's still not enticing me to make the dive and i'm like uh maybe another year we'll wait another year we'll yeah see. You're, you're you're basically like me for mona i think where i was just waiting yeah waiting for my chance exactly because even now like the two is still available and it's 250 and mm, you, you know, can't when you're upgrading for the first time you can't go on backwards technology that's my logic with the phone after six and a half years that's my logic with the tv you just gotta you just have to save up your nickels and dimes bud and just get the real good one when it comes out i mean yeah because like the, the three looks enticing 128 gigabytes that's like one maybe two depending on how they compress the games but i would say you get like one two three games maybe depending on what you get mm -hmm. but i'll see i'll see i'm not i'm not there yet but i feel like i'm gonna be soon i'm gonna be within like the next year and a half or something <laughs> like i'll finally make the dive and be like all right it's time charles it's time for me to break all my stuff well we're at one hour so i think that's good enough for us so uh it's a word from our non-sponsors people places things concepts what have you that we've been enjoying over the last week so what what have you been enjoying charles aside from hunting deals <sighs> too much and i will sponsor because i think it's fair now to sponsor it because nothing's perfect but sometimes i have to be perfect when i am needed to be on this show talking my nonsense mm. about Corey perry and connor <laughs> Uh, Bedar's mom or give you the wrestling insight or try to sell you how I'm a new you know hockey fan or trying to talk to you about you know my my petty train as choo-choo Charlie conductor Charlie going with my hatred for Aaron Rodgers because he's just mid of the line so or if I'm playing Madden or playing games with other people so I was in need for a new headset like everything I do I'm patient I patiently wait 
the last headset was fine. My M-Pals I got for like 25 bucks four or five years ago. I think I did not sponsor off them. They, they were needed. They were wired. They were fine. But the material was breaking. I was breaking up a little bit sound-wise. So I texted my good old buddy Houdini, my, my tech guy, essentially. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'm looking at the Pulse 3D audio from Best Buy. Should I get it? He's like, nah, nah, nah. Don't get that. Guess this. So he sends me a year ago. He sends me the Steel Series um, Arctis Nova you know, pro 7P, whatever it's called, right? So I'm, I'm looking, I'm gauging, I'm figuring out. And I've been, I've been looking. I was looking at the rec website because I know GameStop had it, Best Buy had it. This thing was going like 180 bucks. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it's in between, but there were some highlights to it that I was looking for, like 30 plus hour battery life, Bluetooth, the ability to connect to the PS5, the Switch, your laptop, Which maybe is it? your phone. I have it. So I have the um, Arctis Nova 7P wireless. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I was like, where am I going to get this? And this is one of those things. When it comes to games, I have to be cheap. When it comes to, like, t- like actual accessories, I really don't care about the price. Maybe, like, controllers I want on cheap, but the Jabras, I just bought them because I want them. These, I bought them on them, but I did get them on sale because I was on I was at the Steel Series website i'm literally doing my morning constitution looking through trying to game plan and i saw 30 percent off i'm like this this you guys don't realize when you're in the 100 200 range on some of these prices 30 percent off is a lot of money being saved i was like no way they're not gonna do this themselves i would have to go to best buy i would have to go to GameStop. i would have to go whatever and lo and behold they write it there and it's literally on a sunday morning i'm like yes so i got it one was 180 for a grand total of 125 dollars add on tax and whatever that stuff so it was like 135 and there has not been a sale that was lower best buy tried it yesterday on several monday for 135 i still save them cheaper and there's some highlights to it it has a retractable mic so i can place it back in it's a mm-hmm. bendy mic so i don't have to worry about anything getting chipped off it has like i think airsoft um earmuffs you know so it's not yeah. that cheap velcro so you don't have to worry about the wear and tear it has a long battery life it has a USB-C dongle that's just plugged into my playstation right now um the battery life was really interesting have the 38 hours the wow they say allegedly you know real reality it's like probably 30 hours which is good enough for me it is bi-directional noise canceling with a the microphone they say 30 hours with the uh bluetooth could be like 26 hours they say if you need a quick charge or six hours you use a 15 minute charge which i i am not in need like that i have this for the podcast and for my gaming and then i have the job rows for my gym and if i had to do zoom calls or anything like that i would still utilize that the range is 40 feet low latency 2.4 gigahertz which is good so there's no interference um what i think is the coolest thing about it so they have dials left side controls the volume like the right side should control the volume. Like, so i don't know if you could hear me if i'm going lower or higher on one end and then the other one's called side tone so i can you know lower your stuff um but I like the dual audio. So as I was playing with Francisco earlier, mm. I can literally talk to you guys. I can hear Francisco talk, but I can listen to music if I want to, or I can play the audio through my headphones of the video games I'm playing at the same time. And that can be helpful if I'm going to do my late night gaming, not to disturb any human being known to mankind as I'm swinging through New York as Spider-Man for a replay through just a feel what nostalgia feels like. So I think that's cool. Um, my, my one complaint with it, and I don't know if it's just how I am today or not, is just I haven't found the perfect comfy position yet for the placement on my head. Mm. It has like a little in-between structure 
like it has the beam in it. Other one, I have like I guess a small head, which makes no sense because you've seen my hair slick back. It's poofy. But um, yeah, I'm dressing, but I also tend to have a bad neck as it is, but it's not painful. It is light in the ears. It doesn't make it feel hot. You feel the cupping onto it. I think the only thing I would say is up until now, um, you know, sometimes I can hear myself breathe, but it is kind of like sound direction. But last couple of nights, I've exclusively been playing with it and music. So there was something great last night and the other day of playing hockey as the Rangers and listening to Andre 3000's new Blue Sun album, which is, you know, entirely like you know flu so it, it, it it's pretty cool i think it's worth the investment i got lucky i got it on sale because their black friday sale wasn't um as great as when i got so literally like so steel series arctics uh pronounce it probably arctis nova 7p wireless you know it does the tempest audio or the 3d audio that sony has it's made for it it's gotten good reviews, long battery lifespan. The Pulse 3D that I was looking into from Sony only lasts like 12 hours for a headset, man. So I thought that was like, oh, you know, you pay for quality. That's the whole thing. Like that's my whole base of job. So I, I've been, um, I've, I've been about it so far and I will engage with it. And I think it's going to be perfect for my future gaming because if I connect to it with the Switch, right, Pokemon, you know, I could just play Pokemon, listen to a little background music and listen to my own stuff in the, in the process. So it's going to be interesting. And then like you, you're, you're the live streamer. You're my first person I'm talking to in a chat, aside from Tony and Heather, when we're doing wrestling and they're not for the show. So how does my audio quality sound speaking to you? Sound more clear, sound better. No well, issue. I mean, no hurricane wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still, uh, you still, I think you sound still about the same that you sounded with the, the other one. There's no fuzziness anymore. There's no whatever. Wait. I mean, well, the fuzziness matters right? because I can't control that mm -hmm. when that's the thing when it was wired. You know, if I try to roll around, move around, or if I got to go answer my phone, you know, I can just walk to my corner as my phone's charging for work, whereas I don't have to. Because, well, keep the fuzzy one, sure. You never get rid of anything unless it's broke, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I, I think the quality of the sound, we're not looking for anything that was going to be clear for the microphone. Um, like, if we did, we would have bought podcast microphones but this is for consistency of the mm -hmm. show yeah um just not that any first because remember i've never tried it before so that's always kind of scary when you're trying that new tech but you trust the people that you have and i deep dive review these things it was with the jobber it was with my laptops with ramona with this so i have enjoyed it so far um it's gonna get a lot of use from me because as i venture into doing single player games and i don't have the ADHD always have to check my phone because I got a new phone. I was almost tempted to do my phone man, but I feel like I would truly be selling out if I did Apple. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I feel like I feel like a typical bro. But you guys gotta realize I've had the same phone for six and a half years. We're not even we we just crossed like what almost a full week now of yeah. having my phone, maybe like six, seven days. So there, there's everything is amazing when you can do 4 4K OLED, whatever. The OLED screen, I think that's what they have for the iPhone. It's kind yeah. of amazing because I was watching Bleach on. I was like, oh man, it comes into it. And half the other stuff is just the apps. The battery is really what I was looking for. And the clarity of the photos. The photos are great. We'll, 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 we'll say to that. Um, so there we go. But I, I think I went for something that was more out of something that was going to benefit other aspects. So I think with the headphones is we're going to do Hogwarts Legacy or Alan Wake 2 or anything like that. Alan Wake 2, I think, might actually get the Ramona sound. But maybe maybe not as we're in a horror element just imagine playing that listening to it so i'm excited i've put in about four or five hours with it so far not including today so arctis steel series arctis uh, nova 7p wireless get you some promo code promo 
let's see, promo code dual, um, uh, sad boy music. That's what sad we're boy music. Yeah. Sad boy music. Okay. Well, I think I think I know where I'm going with mine. So uh, it was Thanksgiving, of course, Charles. So I was uh, back at home in West Palm Beach, hanging out with the family, hanging out with the kids, of course. And I felt like, yeah, well, maybe we can finally do something that uh, they can try out and everything like that. And so I, I pulled out a little something that, that definitely helped the family and I keep connected during the pandemic. And now I think it's, it's uh, also something that, that helped me out during this past week. It's, uh, I'm going to go with the Jackbox party games. Oh, oh those are fun. So uh, I bought a few of these, of course, during the lockdown. I would broadcast it. And so I could play with my, my dad and my, my sister and my brother-in-law and my mom. And it just kept us connected, kept us connected through that time period. And, you know, that was one of the uh, one of the cool things about this. Of course, you can play with with people online if you want to. I think it's like if you go on Twitch and I'm sure there's some people that have nice some nice followings and they do this like, you know, every day or like once a week or something like that. But it's not as much as it used to be as far as, you know, trying to hop into a game or anything like that. But uh, but it's still good fun for, for lots of people. It's easy to get into. You just need a phone or a tablet. And you, so you don't have to do anything with a, a game controller. It's So it's not as intimidating to the casuals out there. And they've got different party packs with different games here. And it's just was able to play this with my niece and my nephew finally my niece she's still too young right she's she's five years old she's so she's um you just give her a second controller and act like she's doing something <laughs> well it's like well we just i mean she has a tablet so we're just like you know what here you do this and you, you do what you want with that of course there's plenty of games that you can draw in right so you, you that's fun that's fun to for a kid especially they see that the thing that you just draw up there on the big screen right so that's always fun uh, the same thing with, with my nephew. He's older. He's eight years old. So he, he's starting to to get to get stuff, get some of these concepts, gets what's going on. There's a lot of family friendly games, and they'll actually tell you which ones are good to play with with the kids. Because some games are not good to play with the kids. A lot of them are very adult oriented. Uh, but uh, just some highlights, especially uh, uh, you know, you have patently stupid which is about you trying to present an invention for a problem. So you get to draw a little something, and then you have to actually present it to people. So it's it's fun. It's fun to kind of be up there pretending like you're at a conference at a Holiday Inn in, in you know Spokane, Washington, or something like that, and trying to sell people on your, your weird product. So that's fun. Uh, uh, what, I think the favorite amongst all of us is Gaspionage. Hmm. Which is like basically a um, uh, a survey game where where they surveyed people about certain topics, and you have to guess what percentage of people, you know, you know what percentage of people uh, keep the water running while you're brushing your teeth, right? And so you, you try and find the percentage to see how close you can get to the actual answer, and then the people that are with you, uh, they can try and guess whether it's higher or lower than that prediction so that's a that's a really fun one they have some like like single player-ish one 
ones or or like you know challenge mode ones where um like zeeple dome is basically you're just fling this character across the thing and we actually beat that game me and my 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 nephew and my niece so that worked out uh, and there's some some cool like trivial murder party is always a favorite amongst us too because it's just trivia questions but with a uh a serial killer uh aspect to it so is that the one where you know if you keep answering correctly you advance but if you don't you fall behind at the end at the end uh, yeah. there's a like a final a final round where if you don't answer correctly enough you'll be taken in and the guy will you know kill you so <laughs> just about escaping the house so it's that's that's fun uh, so, but these are all just fun. You know, you can play them with people. You can play them with other people. An audience, if you feel like, if you want to be a streamer and everything like that. Goose 2.0. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, just a good time. Uh, so promo code a good time. Okay. All right, Charles. We're at hour 14. I don't know what's going on with the rest of the nights as far as sports is concerned i don't know what's going on with the heat game i know it's one one between the leafs and the panthers but uh i, I don't know. We'll, we'll see it on the score thing there um uh, i don't know what, what what do you want to talk about we're at hour 14 is there anything that mm-hmm. jumps out at you like basketball is basketball whatever basketball is basketball triple j you know, that's the yeah. only thing I'll say about the Heat. It'll be very short, as we talked about last week. Triple J, Heat kind of were already hit with the injuries again, right? So people yeah. are coming in and out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But I'm, the, I'm the NCAA tournament doesn't really matter because if it actually did matter, Jimmy would be playing through pain. We we, we have uh, Dave Miller playing against the Heat tonight. Fuck you, Joe Cronin. Heat are up 62-59 um, halftime. There we go. Yeah, suck it. You know, just it, it's never enough. I will never let it go. But we didn't trade everything away. Tyler Hero is supposed to be coming back soon. That's good. Um, basketball, I really haven't been paying much attention. I forgot that, that Monty Williams is coaching the Pistons, and they're god awful. <laughs> they're getting there on like Charlotte Bobcats level, mm-hmm. and it's really, it's really interesting. For you know, he suffered some stuff for Phoenix. I think there was a cause to keep him, and I think there was a cause to dismiss him. Right? That that's how I'll say things. But when you go on a completely talentless team. All coaching in the world can't help you. Um, I really got nothing else on basketball. Yeah. It's not sexy mode now. I got some time off that's coming up, but I don't think I want to pay money for December Heat all yet. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the same as paying in February or March before the playoffs because that's what it's more intense. It's telling us if we can get there or not. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, things matter, and you know, you pay a little extra for the event. If I just want to, if I just want to be there for the love of the game, I'll just watch the game in my in my boxers, right, um, at home. And so that that's all I got for I'm gonna say for ba- for basketball, baseball. Nothing's happening in the winter meetings because mm-hmm. nothing ever seems to happen in the winter, winter meetings anymore. I don't care about Sonny Gray going to the Cardinals. You know, try not to be a one hit wonder, right? You didn't do anything with us and the Yankees. I'm just throwing that shade, right? Mm-hmm. Throwing that shade. So if let's you want to hop see. onto the petty train, oh, uh, let's see. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, and then college football, uh, Seminoles are still oh, undefeated. Co- Hooray! Yeah, yeah, Seminoles are still undefeated. So they did the thing uh, to beat UF. Yeah, and then I hate Mario Cristobal still. Yeah, yeah, Boston College really. <laughs> yeah. So there's we're gonna that. get to a bowl game. Yeah, so it's gonna hooray, be great. We're guys, gonna get into the guys are going the, to Memphis. You know, yeah, we're gonna get to the uh, you know the what's the I'm trying to think of what's the cheap headphones that you always see at Best Buy or Walgreens. Ah, uh, 
what 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 uh what's what is a cheap set of headphones that you can see at i know home? we have in our head i'm just thinking of, of like a of a dumb product or a dumb well, service you know we're gonna go to the you sour know, patch kids the tax slayer bowl there you go yeah we're gonna go to the sour catch the sour patch tax slayer bowl fine there you whatever go. you know and i think andrew wants like ucf to go against miami i'm like sure it's gonna it's gonna be a very it, I, I kind of want it to just so we can both talk trash about how bad we are in comparison when you're the actual real team into it because I was just seeing them on the Twitter putting yeah. stuff like that because I, I think he was commenting somebody who said they wanted USF against UCF but it's like that's you don't need that it's not even a real rivalry sorry Andrew mm. um, yeah I hate Mario Chris well Tyler Van Dyke is announcing himself to the transfer portal I, I'm just winning all last week bud I'm just succeeding mm. I get a new phone I get new headsets I get new um games i get to eat some good food and i find out tyler my doesn't want to play with us anymore when he hasn't really been able to do much that's fine by me I can uh, that. all right um all right cool let's go on the petty train because i feel like you're going to talk a lot about the wrestling and I, yeah. I i want to know about the wrestling for sure because i know some things but i don't know everything and i'd like to and i think i have some questions so let's let's do it so NFL uh, narratives have not changed for me with the Dolphins, Charles. They have not. Black Friday game. Yes, the fail Mary. That was funny. That was funny between the uh, the, the New York Jets and the Dolphins. And, and Boyle throws a an interception in the end zone. And the Dolphins return it completely the other way for a touchdown. That's, that's always a hilarious thing between the Jets. But the Dolphins still have not beaten a good team. <laughs> and you could say the thing with the Bills not being a good team now, but they were a good team then, and Dolphins still couldn't beat them. So no, nothing about my narrative has changed, and the Dolphins are going to win their division by default at I this point. I have a narrative. So congratulations. You won the American League Central Miami Dolphins. And I have a narrative in conjunction mm. regarding the Jets. You have to fire Robert Sala now. I'm almost in full belief of it. I've been saying, what, three weeks now? And you get rid of Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson was the problem, right? You bench him. And you get destroyed. You get destroyed. It, it falls under. And it's not just his fault. It's also Joe Douglas that has an issue with it. Um, I believe Joe Douglas is their GM. There's so many Joes out there but of how it was all selected and developed and everything of that nature. But you have no offensive line. Could it have been that your offense sucks, not just because of your coordinator, but you hired the guy who got fired and his first season without finishing out in um, Nathaniel Hackett, who was an offense player? Maybe, maybe, right? You know, these are possibilities. Brees Hall is not doing that much. Garrett Wilson suffering. Dalvin Cook's useless. Alan Lazard isn't even playing. And yes, your defense is playing hard. That's fantastic. Even though you were a defensive hire when you were with the 49ers, you are responsible for all three phases of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. And nothing has been clicking. It's been three seasons. He was doing this back and forth between benching Zach Wilson for, uh, for Mike White, back to Zach Wilson, whatever you're going Roger got hurt and the idea is that you're going to have a guy accelerate 
his timetable, even though I don't mm-hmm. think he's actually injured. Though I do, I do like the Levitar conspiracy that his doctor says an Achilles injury when it wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not going to want to come back for a four and nine team when the season's over in the AFC. Is you know wild card players are actually you know going to be past five hundred for the most part. Mm-hmm. It isn't enough enough for what you've seen. You, you can get rid of him in that sense if you wanted to, and you can. Hire your offensive coordinator brain. You can hire your defensive coordinator brain. But the thing is, is that, you know, he, he's still the one who's bringing onto the staff. And if you hire a guy who doesn't work with your philosophies and Nathaniel Hackett for the promise of just getting Aaron Rodgers, it's not like Aaron Rodgers hasn't had other defensive coordinators. So that's why it made no sense to me. And you already saw that his offense that he called and definitely wasn't doing anything. Your defense is playing excellent. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Your defense is playing stellar, except for playing against, you know, Miami. But um, how much leeway do you want? Is he a leader of men? Maybe. But do you think a lot of those young guys want to kind of play him? And also, you trade away a lot of those people, Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, that they were high draft picks. They were second and third rounders, I think. That's an area I'm just going to push because it doesn't seem like he's going to be for long. And that O-line's still busted. It's It's a bad marriage of GM and coaching. And I want to see what Woody Johnson does because I don't like him as an owner either. So screw him. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's go down the list here. The Packers beat. The oh, and Lions. Tim Boyle is better. Oh, Will Levis is better than Tim Boyle. There you go. There you go. The Packers beat the Lions, Charles. Jordan Lions Love, frauds, dude. He's he's growing. He's... What's that thing we've been saying the last couple of weeks? Mm. That, yeah. You know, you gotta let it grow and develop. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, Jordan Love. With his first, him, uh, yeah, real significant victory of the season. The Packers aren't that bad either. Still five and six. It's not a bad season. They could, they could end up what with like, with like eight wins, right? That, that's doable for a first yeah. year quarterback. Eight and nine, nine and maybe eight, eight. nine, maybe yeah. nine's all you know, nine ten. Yeah, and the Lions have squandered seasons with hot starts before, so that's another thing that's in their history. There's always that possibility, but but it was a very good win. Very nice to see Jordan Love getting some love. There you go. The Cowboys beat the Commanders. Ron Rivera's getting fired. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Washington the Dallas Cowboys are the Miami Dolphins of. Yeah, I mean, this is a, yeah, just... yeah, Washington is yeah. Well, that's true. The Cowboys haven't beaten anybody. Uh, Washington is going to going through a transition. This is. They're still with all of the stuff from the Snyder era, so there's a lot of stuff that that team's not going to be right for at least three, four more seasons. There you go. Uh, they don't even have hot running water in their stadium anymore. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Um, the 49ers beat the Seahawks. Decent game. Eh. The Colts beat the Bucks. Mm. Mm. It's a, you know, Jonathan Taylor's injured. I want Baker to do well. I don't really care for the Colts. The Titans ain't going to go far this season, but, you know, I don't want anybody getting too chippy and cheery and having faith. Uh, let's see. Keep going up the list here. We'll leave us as better than all those quarterbacks, by the way. <clears throat> <laughs> well, the, the New York Giants beat the Patriots. Well, Levis is definitely better than Tommy DeVito and Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, and uh, Brian Day will actually beat 
Bill Belichick, his mentor. So that's mm -hmm. funny as well. In a very terrible football game for anybody involved. There you go. The and the, well, that's probably gonna save his job. He's <laughs> he's not getting fired. Um, the Steelers beat the Bengals. Now the Bengals don't have anything anymore. Well, Levis is better than Jake Browning and Kenny Pickett. There you go. The Jaguars. Mike Tomlin is gonna get to the damn playoffs with this team, Steelers and they're probably going to go deep in the playoffs, man. They're going to face That's off what against, drives me up the wall. They're going to face off against the Miami Dolphins, and Dolphins are going to find a way to lose that they, game. They legitimately have nobody on offense that is coherent, at least when the Titans made it deep into the AFC Championship. There was some competency I just with Daniel being a decent quarterback. I just need the most embarrassing yeah. outcome for the Dolphins. They it's lose. Like they lose to the Steelers or to, like, the Jaguars or... I don't know if the Broncos somehow like eke into the playoffs and they lose to the Broncos after having like dropping 70 on them and the Broncos come back to Miami and then beat them. That, that would be fun. I think that that's, that's the scenario. I need that one to happen. Charles, mm -hmm. <laughs> I need that. One. I need Sean Payton to come back and stick it to, <laughs> uh, to the Miami dolphins. Let's see the, uh, oh, oh, well, our favorite, our favorite low-brained quarterback is back, Charles. Desmond well, Ritter leads the Falcons Desmond to Ritter. victory. Better than Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 24 to 15. It's just bad all around, man. The that, Saints keep getting injured. They can't escape that. Yeah, but they're still in that division race. Somebody's going to win it. Somebody's going to win it with a losing record. Because they're five mm -hmm. and six, the Falcons are five and six, the Buccaneers are four and seven, one game back, and who else is in that division? Who's the last team in that division? Saints, Falcons. Oh, oh, oh okay. Carolina. Well, they're one and ten. They're not going to win it. But, but uh, tell that to David Tepper. He's going to say, "Hey, you guys are football players. Go win games. Run the table. Let's. I mean, they could legitimately run the table and win the division if all the other teams start to suck, which is entirely possible." We the, need this chaos now. The Rams beat the Cardinals. Yeah, good for Matt Stafford. We'll leave us as a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. The Broncos are running the table. They've won again. They have a winning record now. Six and five. I hate it. I, hate it. <laughs> and I have two fun. friends for Broncos fans, but I don't like Sean Payton, as we discussed last week. He's he's changing the culture, Charles. It's happening. They're finally buying in. I bet the first thing he did to help out with Russ was be like, all right, guys, this is all the Subway menus. We're going to support Russ. We're going to support a quarterback. We're going to eat everything but the meatball marinara because that's the only mm -hmm. thing you should get at Subway if you have to eat at Subway. Eat fresh. The Chiefs beat the Raiders. <sighs> Man. Just when we think that, you know, Patrick Mahomes and are incompetent, all it takes is one bad team to make them realize how good they can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the Chiefs can just turn it on when they feel like it. So it's, it's Will funny. Levis is a better quarterback than Aiden O'Connell. Well, yeah. The Ravens beat the Chargers. <laughs> Man, I, I hate I hate this. I literally hate this. For two years, I was gushing about Justin Herbert. You were even gushing about Justin Herbert and the two of regret. And now we're like, you're just broken promises and broken dreams and go Lamar. Mm. You know, always love Lamar. We have always supported RB1. 
but I don't even know if it's a Brandon Staley gig or it's just, you know, we just fell in love with an idea. Mm. I think we fell in love with an idea and we can't live the dream. All right. The Bears beat the Vikings 12 to 10. Glad I played video games and watched (laughs) Raw. Will Leavis is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Will Leavis is a better quarterback than Josh Dobbs. (laughs) And look, my Josh Dobbs... I don't hate him really. My, you, you sure see it. Like, there's a reason why if Arizona was really willing to tw- switch him out so quickly before Kyler Murray came back and they put Clay too. But remember, Josh Jobs was a Titan for a bit, and he cost us some games, mm. guys. Even a Tad Downing is your quarterback or your OC that happens, but Dobbs cost some games, and Dobbs definitely cost Minnesota a team that is likable because of Justin Jefferson, and he wasn't even playing. You know, this game with four interceptions. Mm. What? Yeah. And finally, Charles. Well, we have two more games, actually. Well, let's talk about this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, Your Titans beat the Panthers. I'm going to give him the handy. He didn't break 100 yards, but he got he two, got two touchdowns. touchdowns. So I was going to ask you about that. Does two count if, if he's like 24 yards short? If it's the only touchdowns that we got, if I recall. Yeah. And he did kind of do great things. So, yes, we have our second Henry Handy of the season. Will Levis is a better quarterback than Bryce Young. Same draft class. Did not have to waste a first-round pick with him. We need some help. But DeAndre Hopkins does what he can. We love you, DeAndre. Um, It's something. I'll tell you that. It's something that's for sure. But very happy. Very happy. And we got somebody fired. Look at that. That's how you know you did a good job. I don't see (laughs) Kyler Murray getting anybody fired in their first season coaching, except for his own coach. Mm. That was like four years later. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. And finally, the Eagles beat Buffalo. I watched that. That was a good game. Yeah. Buffalo has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. It's great. Because you fire Ken Dorsey, and then just not, nothing's happening. And it's really on the offensive side of it. It's because you didn't give Josh Allen another guy to throw to besides Stefan Diggs. Dalton Kincaid, I think, is okay. But as a tight end. But there's some glaring things. And hero ball, man. Hero ball is a dangerous, 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 dangerous concept, I feel. And um, good for the Eagles. They sometimes, you know what, man? They they might not be that team, but they can be that team. Mm. You know, they're, they're ten and one and nine and one now. But I, I liked what I saw. <laughs> okay, all right. So that's yeah, that's the petty train. But I did well. We're at hour thirty-one, so we're early. I mean, we started late, but we're as far as the show time is concerned, we're early to get to this. But it's because I want to hear about it, Charles. Let's head on over to the cage because I have. I'm intrigued. I'm actually very much intrigued. All right. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly Truplex to Cage with Charles. Full disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It's a scripted fight. It's a stage fight. Right? Song and dance about men and women chasing championships, established legacies, being the holy hell of each other, giving me everything they got to keep me entertained in the form of soap opera, drama, action, you know, just just everything, just goodness. And I have been blessed. It's not what I say often, but I have been blessed with not one, but two back-to-back good pay-per-views, Francisco. Mm. Good pay-per-views that's going on last week. Well, I guess it's two weeks ago now, because yeah, I forget wrestling's on Saturday, right? 
two two weeks ago, you know, we had Full Gear, which was had the greatest match of the year that I saw with Hangman and Page and Swerve Strickland. AEW, let's talk about it real quickly. They're doing the Continental Classic, which is their equivalent of the, I would say, the G1, the New Japan G1 um, climax that you guys have heard me talk about before. Um, so there's that component to it. Uh, they've only had one match that I've seen, which was Brody King beating um, Eddie Kingston. And they go by points. It's not like you advance or not advance. It's not like the King of Rain. It's the Continental Classic. And whoever wins it gets the ring titles now. They jointly the New Japan Strong Openweight title, the Ring of Honor World title, and the Continental Classic title. So, yeah, that's what we need, Tony Khan. More titles, right? And, you know, for whatever, a sick obsession with connecting to other programs that you don't own and that you do own. I understand... And this is my beef with it. I understand that New Japan has a hard time to get into the American markets. It's it's part of why you're doing Forbidden Door as is, right? I also understand that Ring of Honor is under a paywall. Oh, Miami's losing to Kentucky. I understand that there's a paywall that's kind of in place for Ring of Honor for those matches there because you can't, for whatever reason, or have not been able to procure a deal to get on live TV, whether it be on mm. HBO Max, TNT, TBS, True TV, another Turner Broadcasting stations. But I, I really think you need to keep it separate, you know, to have its own individuality, its own identity, because there's AEW guys who wrestle Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor guys who wrestle in AEW, and then, you know, all the same who go into New Japan, either for contract, you know, purposes, where they're allowed in their contract to go wrestle elsewhere like in the indies or overseas or maybe it's just part of a joint promotion to kind of get there how eddie kingston was over there for the g1 climax right and then won the new japan strong openweight title i don't know i'm not saying that you have to have it be as isolationist the way that wwe has it you know i, I would like that cross friend that they have but i i can't make the rules for everything i'm sorry but you know they're going to be building up to world's end the one thing i'll highlight about AEW allegedly but kind of confirmed but allegedly MJF the AEW World Heavyweight Champion Maxwell Jacob Freeman has a torn labrum so samesies but possibly for me and you so we're like we're mm. labrum brothers <laughs> in spirit um some people wrestle through labrum injuries some people don't he is going to be defending against Samoa Joe at the World's End pay-per-view in the summer because remember AEW finally expanded to at least eight pay-per-views which I think was needed you know this because Man, some of them was a long wait coming into all this stuff. But hopefully you always want people to get healthy and be okay and be back to 100% or at least be able not to have their abilities limited. But AEW is fine. It will build into it. It will keep me more invested because we know that WWE does not have a December pay-per-view. Instead, it has the Royal Rumble. So, guys, we're going to be obnoxious with WWE because why? Your boy the one and only idiot of the group here is, you know, the goof of the goofs, right? Mm. You know, we're, we're going to be there January 27th. Don't ask me how much I spent. I have the right for my privacy to be respected, <laughs> right? Don't ask me where I'm going to sit. I have a right to show you with my new phone because that's what we should be happy for with this new phone, bud. You guys are not going to get those really hazy kind of photos. You're going to be able to see sweaty man meat with my new phone because I'll find do the media. Guys, I'll find Bronson Reeve. Like, look at this big mofo. You know, I'll say this, I'll say this, I'll say this, go from there. Um, take all the photos and videos, and it's gonna be fantastic. You hear me screaming. What's the Drake meme I always send you guys when we talk about the Royal Mode? It's gonna be great. Mm. But let's go on to um, Survivor Series because a shift happened. I watched the pay per view, 
I liked it a lot. Hunter, for whatever reason, can get Survivor Series down packed. Can't book a good SummerSlam if his life depended on it. That's two SummerSlams. Which is, eh, it's kind of ass. Um, four. So Survivor Series was War Games, as I've said, throughout the year. So I'm not going to go through entirely on War Games because, listen, you, you have four seasons of um, War Games to discuss, whether it be NXT War Games or Survivor Series War Games. But it was a shorter card. Went by very briskly. I liked it a lot. I don't know if it's going to be like – I don't really do pay-per-views of the years kind of thing, but it was one, probably the most well-rounded pay-per-view for WWE that I enjoyed – that wasn't Backlash, but I think Backlash I enjoyed so much because I love the whole Bad Bunny, Damian Priest match. But we started with Team Bianca versus Damage Control in War Games. That went about 33 minutes. That was good. It was more spot-heavy. Kind of, I had to take a moment to engage into it, but Io Sky is, just puts her body on the line. She was on top of that cage with a trash can over, and she dived down. Um, there was good sequences. People looked out strong. Um you know, damage control loss because Bailey ate the pin because everybody murdered Bailey, which is a good story that they'll build into because the whole story is going to be what Bailey's going to get kicked out of damage control, her own faction that she created because they brought in other people. But I, I like the ending sequences. Becky and Charlotte was a side story. Can they coexist? They've been friends, but they've actually had legitimate feuds with each other. Seems like maybe they made up or they at least realized that you got to do what's best for business, right? You know, that's the whole thing. There's a running theme here of what I'm talking about. Old grudges die when the dollar signs are big and fat and there's multiple zeros. Hint, hint, we're going to get there. Don't <laughs> you worry. But I like that match a lot. I thought it was a good war games next year. Let's get some diversity and not have the same people over and over again because it loses its luster a little bit, but the women did very well. Gunther versus The Miz. I see belt was on the line. So the whole thing for Gunther was, you know, he's like bringing 500 days as your intercontinental champion. The Miz, who was a heel for a bit, kind of went a little bit face. But I don't know if it's permanent change is that he felt that he breathed. Oh, Kyle Lowry's down for the heat. He breathed life into the intercontinental championship when it was bad for a bit. He was trying to break the record or tie the record to be a nine time intercontinental champion. Went against Gunther. You know, he, with, I liked what he did. It was like he was the only guy who would try to cheat the win, so he'd like low blow Gunther, and then he'd try to um, take down the top apron. And maybe that's the way you beat Gunther. You can't out-wrestle the monster. You know, that's like trying to out-punch the Hulk. It doesn't happen. <laughs> but maybe we have other aspects that we can work with, right? So at the end, he loses. He taps out to the Boston Crab. Well, it wasn't even the Boston Crab. I'll say it's the Lion Tamer when Jericho used to do it, but puts his knee on the back. I don't know if that was planned, but I think it's a good wink to the pass if it was intentional. But it was a good match. Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, short little match that came on. The whole basis of it was that Dragon Lee is stood in for Carlito because, you know, Santos Escobar was part of LWO. He turned heel, went against Rey Mysterio. And th there's an automatic rule. If you turn against Rey Mysterio, you're going to be the hated, the most hated person on that roster. Look at Dominic Mysterio. Look how it worked well for that. That might be one of my favorite matches. You know, he got hit with the belt. Um, so the match was good, short, but they were able to pop out. Santos won. It's the right thing to do. I know Dragon Lee just got called him. People like him, but you need to kind of like establish Santos a little bit too because he's nothing to snuff at either. I liked him in um, NXT. I like him on the main roster. Now that he'll kind of get his own gig. The question is, are they going to have him have his LWO people turn as well down the line. I think they'll set up for Santos being uh, going against Rey Mysterio at Mania. And I think that that works for me. Rey is at that point where he's your old guard who should always have kind of like a Mania match, like your Taker and Hunter and everything like that before they all want to retire. 
women's um title match for the WWE Women's World Champion because remember there's two of them. The EO Sky is your WWE Champion, Women's Champion. It's always tough to kind of differentiate, right? WWE Champion. She was in the War Games match, but Rhea Ripley had defended her title against Zoe Stark for the Women's World Championship match. It was good. I enjoyed it. I think they showed out. I think it was well-rounded. I, I enjoyed the match. Rhea Ripley retains, and we'll see where it goes. Men's War Game match. Mm. Mm. One more time with feeling, kids. Mm. I don't think it was better than last year's War Games match, which was Sami Zayn being accepted into the Bloodline. But it was damn good. So it was Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and then Randy Orton coming back. They'd be gone for like 500 plus days with serious back injury. And I love Andrew. He blows up the chat. Is this real? Is this real? Is this real? Yeah, it's real, bud. You know, it's a real injury. It's a real return. It's a real this, it's a real that. You really kind of get the gravitas of what it means for somebody that has been a face of the company for two decades to see how serious the back injury was because that's the thing. It, it creates a natural baby face, right? I was injured. I had a severe back injury. I didn't know if I was going to retire. I had to talk to my doctors about it. I had to do all this kind of, you know, rehab, medication, whatever you have to do. And now I'm here for you guys because I love this sport. I love you people. How could you not root for us, right? How could you not root for him? He doesn't need to do that, but that's the concept of it. Versus Judgment Day. So Judgment Day loses, but there was an interesting aspect of it because they delayed Randy coming out and they're ready to come out. But before Randy came out is that Rhea Ripley, um, was coming in to cash in the briefcase on Damien's behalf to make it a title match inside the cage. I don't know how the logistics will work out, but remember, Drew McIntyre is with Judgment Day as a handshake agreement to be part of it because he just wants to rip up Jey Uso. The hate boner that that man has is admirable. The petty is admirable. I kind of want to put you as my Saint Petty Saints on my council table. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus has apostles. I have my petty apostles. I want to put this Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, pettiness of how much he hates the bloodline and anybody who just can't see reason. Because the idea is, is Drew really a bad guy if he's just calling people out for, you know, for spots on Toad, right? Um, if Toad's have spots, you'll hear different variations, but that's one I'm going to pick. I liked it. There were some good bumps in there. Randy's um, RKO to Judgment Day or to JD McDonough was interesting. Uh, I liked it in the draping DDTs. It, it was a good match, man. It took my time. And then, you knew Randy was coming back rumors because where are we at survivor series this is how should start a show we're in chicago what's important about chicago nothing chicago sucks when it comes mm. to wrestling they think they own wrestling it's annoying because for decades or not decades but for years i hear cm punk cm punk cm punk mm-hmm. and you know how i feel about cm punk but remember about cm punk he was with AEW, came back 2021 um got hurt came back got suspended as brawl out right and then got fired in august for choking jack perry which was great you'll never know the full story and i want to know the full story because dirt sheets can't get everything so the whole idea is like would he go back to wb and the idea is that he wouldn't want to go back to wb i think the common literary uh assessment of it is like you know lucifer wanted going back in heaven if you read milton paradise lost he says it's better to reign in hell than serve in heaven or on a modern day equivalent thinking like Voldemort wanted to go live as a muggle but he did everything for me you know magically yeah there's a little bit of Hogwarts in there with me I don't know how else to like explain it mm. sports wise so I think of like with pop culture ish going from there um I got a better one here it's like Bill Belichick actually going back to the Jets because <laughs> mm-hmm. really was technically the Jets head coach for two days mm-hmm. yeah actually that does fit a little bit there so there was a lot of toxicity. There was a lot of problems. You know, he he, he was done being a wrestler for 2014. His last match was against Billy Gunn. I like Billy Gunn. He's a trio's champion for the acclaimed, but I I wouldn't want to be going against Billy Gunn. 
from CM Punk on Main Adventure. And this time, it's like Vince McMahon, his ego, creativity, hate everything, and then got to AEW. He had a lot of good views. He had a lot of smack talks that he was doing, and there was just temper problems, and it's Chicago, and the rumor was like, Punk's coming to WWE. I'm like, ain't no fucking way. Five. I'm like, ain't no fucking way. Six. I'm like, I understand Hunter's in play, but Hunter also kind of hates Punk, and then but you think about it, Vince is gone. Vince, you, you just see Triple H's blueprints on everything. Vince ain't coming back. Man. I'm almost <laughs> certain. I would hope. I really hope. Charles Neese says, keep my Christmas. I, now I just need to see the obituary that says Vince and Kenny McMahon. That's how much we dislike him. Um, let that be my Christmas gift. But they were like, there, there's like no way it can happen, right? So we have that portion as Duncan Robinson makes a three beautiful solo bitch. Six, seven, seven. Um, it's 9390 heat. You see, I, I'm doing my part as being the heater out of the group here. So it's coming in. Randy wins. He gives Cody the pin on Damien, which was big because they're not going to pull the proverbial trigger yet on Cody and Roman. I swear, I can't do a Cody winning a second Royal Rumble straight. There's other things he can do to kind of take us there. Jimmy is hurt or he flopped. But I think I was a legal screen to take us there. But, you know, you have to do something. So. You know, he's going to be feuding with Shinsuke. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll talk about that next week. But I'm like, all right, everybody's doing the Randy Orton happiness pose. All this, oh, it was bam. All these people going from there. You see the WWE copyright logo that happens, Francisco. I'm like, all right, it's done. This is a very good pay-per-view. And then I hear the microphone switch and then goes to Cult of Personality by In Living Color. And that's Punk's theme song that was most known for in WWE, even though he had this fire burns as well. And also in AEW, you hear the din, 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 din. I'm like, ain't no fucking way, bro. Eight. Because here's my thoughts on CM Punk. I can appreciate him. I have watched the WWE Network. I think he's testing on the mic. His matches, for me, could have left some things to be desired. And that could have been because it was in the WWE products. There's different ways of how they want it done here versus Ring of Honor, New Japan, Indie Wrestling, AEW. I did watch AEW matches with him. I paid the full gear originally uh from two years ago to watch him versus eddie kingston and match i loved um which was great you know he's a little bit winded down there's certain things he has to do but i wasn't for him getting the AEW championship I, I don't think that was a push the guy I, I felt really didn't need it i felt like it was tony khan kind of playing with his favorite toys to do it right but whatever it's your company you run it the way that you want to run it do i think tony khan runs a good product yeah, sometimes. Do I think there's things I hate that he does with product? Yeah. I also do the same thing with WWE, with Vince, and with Hunter. Right now, AEW hasn't pushed into a, a degree where I just like stray away and not watch it for months on end because under Vince McMahon, WWE, we're getting there. I didn't watch for years, and there was times where I just disappeared. But we're always back down to it if we don't modify it and alter it. But he comes out, slaps his hand, he does the clobber in time, and goes from there. Seth Rollins is freaking out, and of course there's Andrew. Was that real? Or was it fake? Because I heard he didn't like him. And I'm just like, no, no, they're perpetuating. Dude, I'm getting Punk and Rumble. You know, I don't know if I'm getting Punk versus Rollins at Rumble or I'm getting Punk at Rollins at Mania. But if I got Punk, you know, versus Rollins at Rumble, if there was no title line, I'm just walking in fully erect. That entire five hours at uh, Trop, man, the Trop Center, which is not something that you hear a lot of people say at Tropicana Field, right, in Tampa. But mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be ready for it because even though you've heard me critique and t I've been candid about my feelings on CM Punk, it's like, okay, I can see the appeal, but not something I always need in my face. But if you treat him like a spectacle, the way Taker was, or the way Sting is, right? Or Sting is actually being very well utilized in any different, in my opinion. But if you do that as the big four or five pay-per-views, I think you accomplish what you're seeking. And you really just, you don't really have him do it 
for an up-and-comer in this place. You have him go against Rollins, Roman. You have him go against Kevin Owens. I need that Kevin Owens feud. I think he could work because, you know, you got to know how to utilize your people. And we, we got a good run out of Edge, right? Even though I think he kind of faded out with the Judgment Day stuff and he won a majority of his feuds. And now he's over in AEW as Adam Copeland doing great things. You can have a similar effect with Punk if you just put him with the same guys that Edge was feuding with. You know, Edge feuded with Rollins, Edge feuded with Roman, Edge kind of lately feuded with, you know, Brian and that triple threat leading to it, feuded with Finn Balor, feuded with all these people. You can get that kind of same effect. Maybe pepper in some AJ Styles and CM Punk because I think they've only wrestled one time just to make me feel good about myself. You know, let's bring that in. I'm for it. It's a multi-year deal, like two or three years. Do as a spectacle. He came out last night. He did his promo, how he feels at home, and he looks soulless in the eyes. And Twitter's been having fun with it, but I need people to realize too is that WWE is a scripted product, including their promo. So they're not going to let him go off the handle. And there's probably an NDA. Remember, he was fired. So, you know, he, everybody's probably trying to avoid lawsuits, but it's an interesting time. And they say hell froze over. And, you know, Punk is a Chicago Blackhawks fan. So I feel like you should appreciate that because they're in Nashville. So we saw them with Nashville Predators, um, you know, being cheered by Nashville fans. So that's how I bring it all back together for you, bro. Um, interesting times, interesting times, because really it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend mentality, or maybe me and my buddy were talking about this. I think he just wants to end his career the right way, the way he wants it to be ended, where he didn't just lose the luster of wrestling and doesn't want to be where he just gets, you know, disgraced. And he's just, you know, his fall from grace was getting fired because he used up being toxic and all that stuff. He might be that person in AEW. It might be warranted. Maybe it might not be warranted. I really don't care. These are grown-ass people. And when it comes to business and employment, what's the one thing that matters in WWE or AEW? The quality of wrestling matches, Francisco? No. Hmm. Money. Selling merchandise. Hmm. Selling out venues. Getting pay-per-view subscriptions. Getting everything. And what has he been doing since him and Randy came back? He's the top selling merchandise since this weekend. Well, was he in AEW? The top selling merch. You guys missing the plan here. And yeah, he's taking blood money. Part of it is there's some beef because of the fact that he's doing the criticisms. Because when WWE had the uh, the Saudi deal, Miz was saying something. Miz Mazan, the real wrestler who we mentioned on Survivor Series. And he talked about, you know, and I'm going to quote it if I can recall it. Go covered, you know, blood soaked you know blank blank dick you know hmm. nine i won't say the full word of it because i think there might be some prejudicial stuff that i don't want to say mm. but you know so there was some hypocrisy but you know listen when it comes to life all we should be is seeing green never be colorblind right that, that's that's the effect i think that we have to have in, in, in terms but interesting times am i excited for it debating if they're going to throw them away with useless feuds that i don't need to see to bring over young talent we're not there yet like it's a spectacle have the spectacle be there i'm there for rollins versus him i'm there for roman versus him i'm there for um so owens versus him so so this all happened like basically like a decade ago right where he left wwe in 2014 he he got fired on the day of his wedding if i ever really go back into it yeah when he married aj lee who is also a love wrestler who he mentions her in her promo last night, so maybe she comes back at Rumble. And she was part of Women's of Wrestling, which was it had something going on, like real wrestling, um, like an organization. I think she left because it created differences recently. Mm. I see. Okay, but he was fired. Was it is it part of like 
you know one of their purges where they just get rid of contracts no or... no no he he was he was so big to handle duke you know he wasn't okay um he, he, i don't think he was I'm, I'm bringing up here as you're searching it was cm punk fired from his on from w on his wedding day and then sports Gita, take that as you will. Mm. Yes, CM Punk was fired on his wedding interview with Cole Cabana. CM Punk revealed that transpired on his wedding. He talked about the way WWE used him, his injuries, and a lot more. Um, you know, he had quit the company, but opened the side of the story. He said, basically, he said he was fired, mm. you know, on his wedding day. So there you go. Okay. Day of my wedding, I got a FedEx in the mail. It was my termination papers. I was fired. I was fired by wedding day. Very calculated, very deliberate. As much as I chuckled at it and didn't let it affect my day, I was once again, you pushed too fucking far. 10. You pushed the wrong guy. Explains CM Punk. It was on the podcast. Um, when when he had Cole Cabana, they had beef. Cole Cabana and him had beef. They sued each other in litigation. Mm, yeah, Both right. of them did work in AEW as well. So they kept Cole off of AEW, and then he was on. Remember, they gave CM Punk Collision, the Saturday show, because of you know the beef that he had with the um, the Elite, you know Kenny Omega, Hangman and Page, the Young Bucks, and presumably other wrestlers too. So he was gone for like seven years, man. And he tried to do the UFC stuff, got his hand ass handed to him, 12 or 11. Mm. But, you know, we should try, right? Sometimes I try to deadlift and then I pop my fucking, you know, 12 <laughs> shoulder. So I feel you. Okay. All righty then. Well, that's... What uh, questions do you have for me? I mean, it was just that, just like the history behind it. Because like, you know, that's that stuff was trending. <laughs> So happen, I mean, you know? I, I, I'll put it like a, a three-sentence thing. Punk had some success in the Indies, including Ring of Honor. I had a great feud with Joe. He got put onto WWE. Paul Heyman, who is, you know, known for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, right? You know, that guy, he he, he was a booker. He, he, he had creative control and stuff like that. He was known for ECW. He wanted to push CM Punk. He saw potential in the guy from his wrestling skills, from his way of working the mic, stuff like that. And then I felt like Vince put in, I hear so much for three sentences, right? Three paragraphs. I feel like Vince put in hollow championship victories onto him. And then came the pipe bomb where he sat down, spoke about everything. I sent it to you, you know, on the Twitter link um, or YouTube link. So you get from there and it made him popular amongst the people. And I think he kind of worked with the agenda of like how much people hate Vince's control. Right. And the fact that Vince, Vince only cares about one thing, money. So if he, comes at the expense of him if you're going to insult him but you can make money off of it by you know having people buy this guy's shirt he did it with austin in the attitude era you, it, francis is your boss gonna let you like beat him up and then you know do some <laughs> close on you or on uh, him uh, no maybe that happened to Corey perry maybe that's why they're not revealing <laughs> exactly right but so that's vince and so i think he did with punk but you know punk might have some problems too and you got it's kind of tough because there's people you gotta remember the one thing i'm gonna defend punk here strange right you can't quit on Vince, really, because he doesn't let you. Sasha Banks, who's on Mercedes Monet, tried to, and she wanted to quit after the WrestleMania tag team match with Bailey against the women. And then Vince is like, I'm not going to fire you. Just take some time off. Go heal yourself. And what happens, she just kind of let her, you know, her, her contract expire. She went from there. Punk was fired, so he didn't come back and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of tough when you're in a contract and you have to honor that contract and they won't release you from that contract. Why won't they release you from that contract, Francisco? You know why. Because if I release you from that contract about the non-compete and stuff like that, you know, if I got you for five years and you don't want to wrestle these two years, you know, I don't want to release you from it because that means you can go to the new brand now and go elsewhere. And, you know, you knew he wasn't going to come back to WWE when he expressed interest in AEW and he got signed there, but with everything that happened in AEW, now he's back in WWE. So... 
I think it's that relationship with Hunter. And I think Hunter just wants to make money and they're doing a good job making a ton of cash. Everything's been sold out. Like Survivor Series had Lodges Gate in Chicago and was that one time. Now, now the Chicagoans who are punk fans get what they want, which is punk in WWE, which the question to ask yourself, my man, is that, is that what, is that really what's best for the wrestling business for a guy? Cause you don't understand when he got fired and left and everything like that. And then come back, you know, you would have crowds in Chicago and other places shout CM Punk, CM Punk. It was annoying. It was like the what chant. But now that you have it, there's a gravitas and aura to him. And if it's about making money, making business, and everybody being accountable, and I think it's different time. The product, the product might not be for the viewers who are going from AEW to WWE to see it to follow him. And be like, oh, I'm not gonna like it. You're you're probably not right. A lot of people like to mesh it, like me, and some people don't. It's okay to be singular or to mix both of them. But what's going to happen is that I think the work environment for him in WWE is probably going to be more conducive to what he wants health-wise, mental health-wise, physical health-wise, emotional health-wise, under Hunter administration, one would think it's crazy because Hunter buried so many people throughout his career um, versus some of the other ones. So that, that's all my spot on a CM Punk phrase. I will tell you, though, I did pop. I popped. Pop being get excited when I saw him. like, what the fuck? 13 because yeah i didn't even believe it that's like mm. that buddy who always bails on you that says he's gonna meet you at the bar for drinks like that nah, man he always bails me and then you like see him cowboying it up sora from kingdom hearts being smashed was it like that level yeah that's exactly it yeah, yeah. that's a perfect way okay yeah because i'm seeing here of course they put their their stuff out there the the most social moment in wwe history which i'm assuming mm-hmm. is like social media engagement you know on yep twitter and instagram and a bunch of stuff you know so okay well that's what i wanted to know that's um I mean, you you put it there nice and succinctly charles is that it for the cage that's it for the cage guys i feel like now that i have these headphones that are noise cancellation i can actually like control my speaking i i, I feel <laughs> like i don't get the, i get tangents but they're more articulated tangents. Mm-hmm. i'm on the ritalin kids okay well I guess that's it for us, Charles. It's 1-1 going into OT between the Leafs and the Panthers, so that'll be interesting to see how that ends. And then we'll be back next week. That's going to be the start of December, so we might have like two, maybe three more episodes before we take our break. And then yeah. we'll be we'll be done with it. And we'll be back somewhere sometime in January before said Royal Rumble. Mm. Bye, everybody. Take care.